You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Welcome to the room. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This episode number 147, we'll be discussing the brand new Captain Marvel trailer. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Troy. Oh, was that my turn? That's Sorry. your cue. Oh, wait. I was just, I was, uh, I was not even paying attention. Where are we? Every week. What's going on? What is your name, good sir? I'm Sanjay. Oh, man, it's going to sound so terrible. <laughs> What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a fairly wild week. If you are a Marvel fan, if you're even a little bit of a Marvel fan, Boo. you're going to be excited for what we have to talk about today. Like I said, it's been absolutely crazy with the rumors of trailer drops, getting an actual Captain Marvel trailer. We've got all this information coming at us into the Spider-Verse. We've got a cancelled Netflix show, the third to be nixed from that platform. We've got the Russo brothers out here doing two and a half hour Q&A sessions. It's been absolutely mental. So this episode is not only going to focus in on the Captain Marvel trailer, but we're going to summarize everything that's happened in the Marvel film slash TV world in the last week. I can't believe just the discussion and the conjecture and the rumors going around about all these trailers. We're talking Captain Marvel today. There was supposed to be an Infinity War or Avengers 4 trailer tomorrow being Wednesday. And now we're hearing on the internet through the Twitterverse that we're potentially getting a Far From Home trailer on Saturday. So I just, I don't know what Marvel's doing but they're trying to literally break the internet. They saw all the good vibes that Aquaman was getting, and they go, whoa, wait a second here. We can't let DC rule December, so let's uh, let's you know push back a little bit and throw some trailers out there to the world. Yeah, well, these trailers are going to be attached to all these big movies. Into the Spider-Verse will likely have that Far From Home attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at one of these big tentpole films with Avengers 4 probably attached to it. It'd be smart for Aquaman to put it in front. Yes, Because a would. bunch of Marvel fans would be like, well, shit, I want to see that in IMAX. Yeah. I'll shell yeah. out 10 bucks to the competition for it. Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy what's going on. And we're going to get right into that. But first, like we always do. Yes, sir. we got to talk a little bit of our weekend nerd. Now, we're counting down towards Christmas. So my weeks have been getting thinner and thinner on the collecting side because in our family, we have a relatively strict rule about not doing any shopping for yourself just in case. For me in particular, my wife's out looking for stuff for me, whether that be Funko Pops, Legends, whatever. I what gave about, her a list. What about food? No food for me either. Not yeah. until Christmas Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no eating. Yeah. <laughs> but gentlemen, how is your week in Nerd Bean? We're going to kick it over to you first, Sanjay. Oh, great. Saving the worst for first. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, it's been pretty good. I've been getting some steelbooks that have been coming in because of this mail strike in Canada. Everything's been backlogged, and it's been super annoying. What a way to kill something, eh? Um, See you later, post office. Yeah. (laughs) Amazon just became number one for everyone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's been crazy. Um, So I picked up the, uh, I just posted a picture on Twitter, the Atlantis Disney Steelbook, one of their lesser lesser known features. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, Yeah. Michael J. Fox. 
Oh, was he in it? Yeah, he played uh, the main guy. I think that's like the last animated film that they did before The Prince and the Frog, I think, right? Okay, maybe, yeah. Because yeah. that was, was like a retro throwback. 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's been a while. It was like a while ago, but it's one of those like forgotten ones. Yeah. Because it came like right after all those like Lion King, Aladdin. Yeah, like Treasure Planet, I think. Yeah, and then like yeah. Treasure Planet was there too. Yeah. And so yeah, I picked up that one. Excited to watch that again. It's been a while. Um, picked up the beautiful Wonder Woman uh, US Best Buy Steelbook. Oh, nice. On 4K. It's much better than the one they released uh, when it first came out with the animated. I don't, didn't like those. Yeah, yeah, but this one here, this one is the best one, I think. And I, I'm happy I picked it up. So, <laughs> uh, you know, getting that uh, DC Steelbook collection completed for the third time, I think. Nice. Um other than that, you know, just been reading some Aquaman, getting pumped for the movie, getting excited, and uh, that's it for me. Let's uh, throw it over to my right, Troy, the boy, number eighty-one in your programs, but number one in your heart. <laughs> it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, I'm back on the trades. You know, I'm still in this X Men zone, like I've been mentioning before, and um, I picked up Extraordinary X Men. Uh, I think it's like after the whole Secret Wars event. Yeah. Um, you got Old Man Logan in there, which is a, it's a pretty sweet team. Um, but anyways, it's uh, it's led by Storm. I think it's Jeff Malier's run. So that's a pretty cool run. I also picked up and completed the X-Men Blue line, completed the X-Men Gold line. Um, I'm about to get Uncanny X-Men. I'm just, I'm all X-Men out. But um, that's about it. It's not really been a big collecting week for like figures or anything like that. Yeah, it's been quiet. It's been a little quiet, right? So it's just been trades, trades, trades. Hey, speaking of yeah. figures, if you guys are ever out and about and you see the Aqua Aquaman movie figures, I haven't found those anywhere in Canada. Are they still on that multiverse line? Like, what, what, I, what do they look like? I have no idea, to be honest with you. I don't even know what the packaging looks like. I've seen some, like, lesser Aquaman figures, which are for, like, more geared towards kids. Yeah. So they're, like, less uh, articulated, articulated and, you know, not as much detail. There's, like, one with him and a shark, one with him and Ocean Master and, like, a giant crab. But I haven't seen, like, I want a Black Manta, I want an Aquaman, I want an Ocean Master, I want a Mira, I want everything. Because they had the ones before, like, the Man of Steel, the Suicide Squad, they were, yeah. like, the red box. And I think it's yeah. said multiverse, right? Yeah, multiverse yeah, I have yeah. a bunch of those. Like, yeah. I think I have one for everyone except for Justice League. I never, I may have got, oh, I got the Flash and Aquaman there. You got so. the Big Flag not too long ago. Yeah, too, yeah, right? the Suicide Squad. The Justice League, yeah. didn't they have a line, too, that was, like, catered more towards younger children where the yeah. paint ops were pretty poor, the articulation yeah. was pretty low? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's been the trend, too. Like, we've seen it, I think, with, uh, like, the, like, the Infinity War. They yeah. have that line as well. They went Black down Panther, to, yeah, right. It's like a five inch or whatever. It's not yeah, quite six and inches. And fourteen bucks is the price. Yeah, point, I think. It's still pretty high. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll keep my eyes open for you, man. Well, thank yeah. you, yeah. thank you. I appreciate you know. That. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen anything because usually what they do with these big temple movies, especially as we move into December now, they have will have big displays out the front mm -hmm. of, yeah. of Toys R Us and that. But it's still the Marvel stuff in front of like the local Toys R Us yeah. that we have here. Well, there's quite a few of them, and then the Star Wars is not. It's been pushed to the back a little bit, mm -hmm. but a few of them it still takes a prominent. I find the Legos really been pulled to the front. Yeah, this yeah, year. they had like those like aisle bins in yeah. the middle. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one of the WalMarts I went to actually doesn't even have Black Series anymore. No, like, zero. Oh, really? Yeah, for the six inch. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I wonder if you're gonna see that become a trend until episode nine. There's rumors out there. I think on yakface.com they posted that the rumor is that October two thousand nineteen is gonna be black or, or not Black Friday, that would just happen. <laughs> Force Friday three. Yeah. So I'm wondering if we're gonna see a big lull here in the absence of a big temple movie. I've seen Tedpole like ten times already. <laughs> in the absence of a big Star Wars movie, they we may see a huge lull in collecting. Mm -hmm. So these subsequent ways that are coming out we might not see them hit the pegs in the same way that we would if there's a film coming out. 
So it's going to be interesting to see. It's similar to the ends of like the orange card series, the blue card series. As you get towards the end of those and the new movies were coming in, we didn't see those last waves drop into stores and they became harder and harder to find. Like we're still searching for that Anakin and Clone Trooper. We're still searching for some of those those blue card backs. Yep. And that's because they're shipping all them out. weren't ordering those because they wanted the new film. But now in the absence of that, we may see the Marvel or the DC stuff really take a prominent place where Star Wars usually would. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be interesting to see how Star Wars Collecting looks in the early part of 2019. My guess is it's going to be pretty slow and pretty barren out there. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Plenty of Genersos, though. Oh, my, they're everywhere. Still can find them <laughs> wherever you want. Actually, I hit up uh, Dollarama for the first time since you guys said that nice. that was a new spot to look. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I can confirm they had Rogue Rogue One as well as The Last Jedi, three, three quarter inch for four bucks a pop. Yeah. yeah. And they had those Infinite series, but it was all yeah. Poe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I should yeah. actually pick it up for, for Carlos uh, yeah. over at Tumbling Saber. He's a big Poe oh, fan. He loves Poe. That's yeah. his dude. Yeah, it's his yeah. dude. That's his focus. So maybe yeah. I'll grab one of those for him. Maybe I'll send you a word, Carlos. Maybe. We'll po- see. Poe the Teletubby? Few <laughs> <laughs> references, man. <laughs> the only thing for me this week, my only real update is my wife, she kindly gifted me the Lego, the Star Wars Lego advent calendar. Oh, now she did. It. First thing I said, I said, how much you pay for that? She said she got it for, I think about 33 bucks on yeah. Black Friday, which is a bit more reasonable. I think it retails normally for about 50. Wow. And so she got another Lego friend one for my daughter too. So nice. every night her and I have been doing two little Legos yes. for, uh, as we count on towards Christmas here. So oh, really man. loving that. I actually haven't gone a year yet without doing, since I got back into Lego since about 2015, I haven't done one of those calendars. So I wasn't going to do it this year. And then yeah. she's like, here you guys go. And I was nice. like, ah, this nice. is awesome. Love Let, it. Let's steal one of his like Lego pieces so it doesn't fit together. Like <laughs> like December 19th or something. We'll just take steal it and right replace it. Yeah. <laughs> Retape it so he doesn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> and the last thing I got to do here for, for my weekend nerd, though, is I got to shout out Kyle and the crew over at Tumbling Saber, yes. Corey, mm-hmm. Carlos, and Michelle. Uh, I'm a part of, part of their Powerful Friends program, which is a Patreon campaign that they've pulled together. It's really great stuff what they're doing. There's exclusive Sith to Servers episodes that drop, I think, bi-weekly. You get some uh, early releases. There's Journals of the Willing that comes up once in a while. The Saber Rattling. And there's one that you and I did. I can never remember the name of. Anyways, this is the interviews where we talk about your Star Wars story. Yes, yeah. Um, or Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah, the Mount Rushmore, yes. your Star Wars faces and all that. But I got my name pulled for technically the first time, but I've received two things from them because <laughs> I got defaulted the um, the so one of the solo figures, uh, Jaina Solo. Oh. Yeah, adds, uh, he hooked me up there. But they sent me the Art of Solo book. Beautiful. It is an absolutely gorgeous book. I got to say thank you very much to the guys over there. It's a pleasure being part of that program. But Kyle also sent a little tiny book for, not a tiny book, it's actually a nice book for my daughter it's a kind of a younger read of star wars and he just stuck it in there for her to enjoy over the holiday season and that and i just have to thank you from the bottom of my heart man that is that meant a lot just to open that and there'd be a second book in here company with a little note that says you know this is for you but here's something for your daughter so that means like the absolute world to me so thank you very much to the whole crew over at tumbling saber and if you guys aren't a part of a patreon program or if you want to be part of something a little bit bigger you know come to the Star Wars commonwealth but there's a couple really great patreon campaigns they can also be a part of like the one at something savers a buck a month. Talks Wars is a buck a month. You can even hop on to Carl's Candidos, which you can get That's in there great. for I think three to five bucks a month. Yeah. You know, he's mm-hmm. creating all kinds of stuff. So there's a lot of really great small communities out there. You can support some creators, but there's a much bigger community to it as well. So it's a lot of fun. So get out there and get uh, become a part of those Patreon campaigns. And if you join our Patreon, you could win a Nerd Room swimsuit calendar. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon though. <laughs> 
<laughs> or a calendar. That sounds like way too much work. Or yeah, a calendar. I left that out, right? Maybe we do have a calendar that you we'll know see. of. <laughs> I'm assuming Sunjay has one somewhere. If you donate five dollars, you can win a Sunjay swimsuit calendar. Yeah, it's all the uh, Princess Leia bikinis. <laughs> all right, guys, we got, we got an absolute ton of Marvel news to get through, so we're gonna we're gonna jump straight into that. We're gonna dive. We have into to. This. Like, let's just start with some DC stuff. What I use the dive into, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. But okay. Really right, but I'm feeling. A little bit down. Come on, we spent the last two weeks talking DC, man. Oh. Jones and the talks tomorrow. I mean, here. people come here to listen to everything. I mean, we gotta talk My Little Pony, maybe even some Gem and the Holograms. Like we're gonna go like all Dora the Explorer, man. This Dora, yeah, I huh? saw that live action. Yeah, man. Bring Come on, really? Yeah, yeah for yeah, real. It's going down. <laughs> Whoa, you haven't even seen it. Yet. It could be, it could be amazing. My daughter actually likes that. She yeah. says she can speak Spanish. She goes, hola. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak Spanish. <laughs> Perfect. That's all you need. Okay. And donde espanol. <laughs> backpack, backpack. Yeah, yeah. Man, I've watched too much of that. It's like a ringtone. Swiper, <laughs> no swiping. I know. She loves that stupid fox. <laughs> Yo, why is he like love, but he's the bad guy? Yeah, I know. He's, he's so cute. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's a bad influence, but you just can't help it. This tangent brought to you by Sanjay's Brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's talk Spider-Man. It. Yeah, let's do it. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This comes out next week. Highly anticipated film. This thing has received an enormous amount of praise at the early onset here. Now, we're going to skip over to Rotten Tomatoes here. Yeah. yeah. We use this as a barometer, as we've said in the past. It's a bit of a proxy to see what's going on in the critics' world. We don't take this as, as gospel, but we like to use it to give us a bit of a gauge. This thing, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, is sitting, as we record, at 100% rating on Rotten Tomato from the critics with 58 reviews. So that's quite a substantial amount of reviews to be still sitting at 100%. Now, the critics' consensus, so this is a consensus. I I don't know how many reviews it is, but at a point, it flips over and they can actually give a review, right? So what they're saying here is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse matches bold storytelling with striking animation for a purely enjoyable adventure with heart, humor, and plenty of superhero action. This is what you want to hear from this. And I know we've been talking about this for the better part of a year when we first saw that first animation cut yeah. of this. The stylized, mm-hmm. looks like a comic book, just like threw up onto yeah, the screen. Right? Yeah, exactly. it's, it's beautifully done, mm-hmm. well constructed. We've seen the scene, what was it after? The Venom. Re- Venom, yes. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. they did that. Meanwhile, Fox, right? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. in a different universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How excited are you guys for this next week? Because I can tell you right now, me, I am up to level 10. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. No, I've been there. You know, since, like you mentioned, that first clip, I was... I was totally on board. My only gripes going back to then was I thought they were going to make a movie uh, originally just about Miles yeah. and Spidey would be there, Peter Parker. But then mm-hmm. they decided to do this whole multiverse. And I was kind of iffy about that at first. But after everything I've been hearing, I'm just like, I'm totally invested. You know, give it to me. Because one of the biggest things, especially for like this nerd world that we live in, is when you get to movies, not TV, but movies, it's very hard to pull off like a multiverse. Yes. Yeah. And this movie seems like it's going to nail it, which is very, very hard to do to introduce you to so many different Spider-Men. I just can't wait for them to do it, man. Can't wait to see this film. Hey, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm yeah. right there. And I'll be right there with you on Thursday. That's right, man. We got our seats. Yeah. Tim, are you going to join us? I will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a busy weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I will get there. If not on Thursday, I will definitely see it on the Friday. Like, I'll see it again with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this definitely reminds me of that 90s animated series with uh, Peter Parker and, you know, the different Spider-Man that one the episode. Secret Wars? Yeah. Yep. And then there's like the armored Spider-Man. And the actor. Like the actor who meets Stan Lee and stuff. Yeah. Super cool. I mean, a Stan Lee cameo is going to be killer in this. I heard it's so 
great. I heard it's one of yeah. the best ones. Oh, yeah. man, that's, that's awesome a lot of heart to, hear. to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this. Um, and the interesting thing is that the directors, Lord Miller. Producers. Pres- they produced this one. Oh, they produced this. So yeah. they didn't direct it. No. Oh, okay. But uh, they were involved in Solo. Were they not the directors? They were originally? the original yeah. directors. Yeah. So, like, imagine if, if that movie makes more than Solo. It's going to. You think yeah. so? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it, it's it's the tones, too, right? It's mm-hmm. um because you look at the Lego movie, Lord and Miller. Yeah. You yeah. look at, um what's the other one? 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Right? That's, like, that's They're the in their sandbox, house, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, when you put them in a Solo, that's something kind of different. I mean, we, could, we will never know what that project really would Release have been. Release the like. Lord Miller cut. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. would. Yeah. <laughs> let's get that trended, folks. Let's get on to Lucas Films and let's see what they got. But you know what? They do such a great job of bridging the gap between children and adults, like what they did with the Lego movie. I can only can't imagine what they're going to do with this film. Oh, yeah, the Lego movie was like one of the biggest surprises I've ever had in it theaters. Really was, yeah. I went in thinking, okay, I'm not really into Lego. Let's see what the, let's see what you got. I was blown away. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really really well done, and I think a bit more to your point, Troy, about the appeal of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. I think you can only do it in the animation platform. Right. I don't think you could pull this off live action or anything yeah. close to that because the animation allows you to play a little bit with the world. Yeah. You don't have to be as realistic or grounded. This can take liberties with everything, and it's going to. We got yeah. Spider Ham in here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, right? It, it yeah. looks like it's gonna play to every fun element that we saw in the lego movie yeah Yeah. and it's going to give you according to this that heart that we want from a miles morales peter parker story that that coming of age type with peter parker being more of the older brother figure yeah i think it's like to me what's going to sell this i bet it's hilarious one Mm -hmm. yeah but it's going to be the heart yeah the action animation are really going to draw you in but i have a feeling this is going to have just a ton of personality Mm -hmm. to it just from what i've seen and that's what I'm looking for in this. Like, especially with Miles Morales' story, yeah. this could have been, or they, maybe what should have MCU have done is the Miles Morales. Right. I love Peter Parker and all that, and yeah. I love what they've done, but there's going to be something special about Miles sure. Morales, and Sony's putting their stamp on that kid. For sure. And, sh- and by doing so, I mean, if Miles is really well-received across the board, we could be leading Tom Holland to that path where we get the ultimate follow-up. Like, yeah. He, yeah. he dies, right? And we could That'd get crazy. Miles introduced. I think what Sony's going to do, if this takes off, they're definitely going to do a sequel. Yeah. You're going to see Miles Morales pop up in that new Venomverse. Oh. Like he's, that, that's a way to bring in Spider-Man without bringing in Spider-Man. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That would like, be cool. So we'd be like, Andrew Garfield died. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and then this guy kind of came oh, up. Oh, man. Like, they should have had Miles Morales in the MCU and kept Andrew Garfield in the Venomverse. But he's still been mentioned, right? Like, we do yeah. have Aaron Davis that's already been introduced yes. right. in the they MCU, planted those right? Seeds. And he mentioned his nephew, which yeah. is Miles. So yeah. That would could still be there. Yeah. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the, the multiverse. Uh, I don't know. We got to get my little DC nugget of the day. I don't know if you guys saw the CWs doing their crossover oh, episode. Yes. Yeah, it's their year. annual one. They always do yeah. it every year. Yeah. yeah, and this one's the multiverse. And actually, it's characters. I saw a screenshot and characters from Smallville. What? Yeah. Who? Yeah, Green Arrow. Um someone else like you could see them like lying in the foreground like they've just been defeated they have, like the 90s flashes 90s there. flashes in it but like, which green arrow like the green arrow from smallville yeah yeah With the same actor from this is us uh oh maybe yeah the big the uh, what's yeah, his name yeah kevin kevin really from this is us yeah we yeah. love this is us by the way yeah but kevin <laughs> from this is us fans. uh made his debut as green arrow that's right Oliver queen in the smallville so he's oh, really? coming back to reprise his role i don't know if he's gonna be like reprising his role but they showed him in the foreground just lying there oh my like God. green arrow in the same costume from smallville I, my mind's blown 90s flash like uh this, this is gonna be crazy i think it's called elseworld elseworld yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. we have elseworld. superman in the black suit yeah, yeah. 
See, because TV's always been a great platform for them to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even Smallville kind of... I think Smallville did something like that. Yeah, well, I they, think so. They have the no. time and space to do that. Exactly. Right. right. They can yeah. play with different elements. They can span this across multiple TV shows. They're basically right. doing, like, what, a four-episode arc between yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, mm-hmm. Green yeah. Arrow, and yeah. Flash. Flash, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty I wild. Think, is Black Lightning in there, too? Because he's part oh, of that Oh, he world. should be. Yeah. I, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty wow. Do pretty you wild. think the Sony will make a TV series of this, if this is such a big hit? I don't think no. so. I think that cheapened them out. I think it's better because they already announced they're doing the spinoff Gwen, Spider-Gwen yeah. with us, uh, Haley Seinfeld. And then they're all doing a oh, sequel, really? a direct sequel to Spider-Verse. Yeah. So Haley Seinfeld will be in direct competition with herself because she's <laughs> got Bumblebee and she's got into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But Marvel owns, like Marvel Studios or Disney, whomever, owns the animation, TV the TV rights. Yeah. So any TV show uh, is under Marvel yeah. where Sony owns the film rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. So I think the latest Spider-Man show is like Marvel Spider-Man. Like yeah. Cartoon. And it's Disney. on Disney XD or whatever, exactly. right? Yeah. So that's how those rights work. So they only own the film rights. The intellectual uh, property is it's in Disney for an animated or live action Spider-Man TV yeah. show. Man, a live, a live action Spider-Man TV show with a TV budget would be so bad. Well, they tried to do it on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Troy went to it though. I did. Yeah. 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 Uh, music by YouTube. Yeah. Did they have like any special drinks? Like, you know, they always like... And like there's no special time. drinks and nobody fell which is good well, because good. i heard when they first launched that whole project there's yeah, a yeah. lot of incidents going that's on that's why i never really got did, did uh kirsten dunn sing in the uh... she, she's not in it oh no she was good singer in spider-man 2 and no, 3 i don't think she did anything good in that franchise oh I wasn't a fan of hers now do you want to step outside right now <laughs> like i'll get my ass beat defending her yeah. she, she was so good in You're those not movies gonna win that <laughs> <laughs> troy's got like my or tim's got my back Nah, I'm good, man. I don't. I don't feel like both of us getting beat up tonight. <laughs> okay, here's the plan: you break his fist with your face, and then I'll jump in. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. My palm. First soldier in. <laughs> now, Spider-Man is not only getting this praise from Into the Spider-Verse, but now we're also hearing Far From Home trailer. This Saturday, this coming Saturday, it's rumored that we're going to get a Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, which will probably inevitably be attached to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now, there's a Comic-Con. It's called CCXP, Comic-Con Experience 2018 in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh. And it looks like Sony has a panel there, and apparently they're going to show something from Far From Home, which is interesting because the one thing, there's some expectation that whatever they show is going to drop onto the internet. But if you remember back to you know comic-con or whatever they showed stuff and we never got to see it especially mm-hmm. remember infinity war well, that's yeah a tough one yeah they showed a bunch of stuff and then we didn't get it until like four or five months later yeah. i was scourging the internet for some like russian websites yeah that had it. <laughs> i just had to see it <laughs> but i'm not sure if we're gonna get a trailer so the rumor's there do you guys think that marvel will be publicly dropping a spider-man far from home trailer on top of captain marvel on top of potentially avengers 4 like avengers 4 is going to overshadow everything yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, who would have the save for Spider-Man's case? Would it be Marvel or Sony? I don't know. I think Sony because they're the distributors of it, right? And, yeah. and that's why I think they would because Sony's having a hell of a run right now. Yeah. yeah. Venom, right? And then yeah. Spider-Verse. And then if they could pump out Far From Home, like Sony's killing it right now just with those three films. They probably want that to play in front of Into the Spider-Verse. They, yeah. they, it only makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. It's very difficult for an audience, though. And we spoke about this in the past about how do you market Far From Home with the consequences from Infinity War still right. not resolved, yeah. and you're dropping another an Avengers 4 trailer on top. It just, to me, the marketing at this point made yeah. no sense. I, I kind of threw a tweet out there that 
there has to be some linkage or some reason that they're doing this. Why put a Captain Marvel trailer? And then the original plan was to drop this Avengers 4 trailer on Wednesday, but now it's a national day of mourning because right. of the death of George H.W. Bush. So they're apparently not dropping it tomorrow morning on. It was supposed to be on the Good Morning America. Right. Oh, okay, okay. And so that's all shifted now to Friday. So you're going to have Mar- Captain Marvel on Monday, Avengers 4 on Friday, and Spider-Man Far From Home on Saturday. My guess is we're not going to see that Spider-Man Far From Home until next week sometime. Well, I don't I don't know how to answer the Spider-Man one, but I think going off of the Captain Marvel, I think why we got Captain Marvel first and then we're getting the Avengers later is because I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Captain Marvel in the Avengers yes. trailer. It would mm. make a lot of sense, right? If if you Whether you like this trailer or not, um, yeah. you're going to be hit pretty hard with the follow-up trailer, which is going to be yeah. Avengers A4. Yeah. Hopefully a title will be revealed. Yeah, Whoa. it has to be. Right? Like, and I don't know. Like, again, that's another thing. That's could be technically two separate events. Yeah, is releasing the Avengers Four title because what do you do? Just spin the title out at the end, like Avengers Annihilation. Oh yeah, with oh. the music because you got to hit us yeah. with that yeah. Avengers music yeah. and then yeah. pff, title. And I agree with you because I think some of the original rumors are that the Avengers Four show is supposed to come out first, right? On the Monday Night Football, and then Captain America. Captain Marvel, yeah. sorry. I'm going to say that a lot, guys. <laughs> was supposed to come out on the Wednesday. But no matter what you do, that Captain Marvel trailer is going to be buried yeah. by the Avengers trailer. And yeah. doing it this way makes a bit more sense for the marketing is get a big trailer, get people talking about Captain Marvel for two, three days, and then boom, I agree. Yeah. She's going to be in this trailer in some capacity. It's like, oh, wow, now I can connect these two exactly. universes up yeah. in the sense that, yeah, I know they're Marvel, but wow, she's now part of this. Yes. This is insane. Yes. So that that makes a whole bunch of sense. The Spider-Man Far From Home, not as much. It makes more sense being in front of Into the Spider-Verse. And yes, mm-hmm. we get the public drop. So probably, my guess would be Wednesday. They'll show something on Saturday. We hear some description coming out of it. And then they'll drop it with Into the Spider-Verse. It yeah. should just be like a blank screen. This is Spider-Man Far From Home? Question mark. Yeah. And then you don't really know if it's going to come out. Did like, we make this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then it fades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That would actually be really kind of play cool. play on it, right? Yeah. Is that if they just put the title up and then they had it do the snap yeah. fade. Oh. Yeah. That's... That'd be- Marketing bonkers. <laughs> well, why aren't we marketing comic book movies? We should be. We should be. Right? right? Like, we should have our own studio. We do. It's, we're in it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Marvel and DC and uh, everyone else, like, even Hellboy, they should all be giving us, like, Spawn. Be like, hey, guys, we don't know how to market Spawn. Be like, yo, Toddy. Toddy McFarlane, come over here. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll... Trust us with your $250 million marketing budget. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. We got this. Like, we have such experience. Com- combine the three of us. We, we could do it. Yeah. We've got years of experience. <laughs> years of spawn experience. What you need to do is hire John Leguizamo to play the clown again, and then you got another hit. Just remake the first one. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Ahead of the game, though, they were doing the digital cape before Henry Cavill was. Right? right? Yeah, that cape was massive. Yeah. It was like yeah. the size of like well, half a city block. It looks like a Nintendo 64 game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a different time. But the funny thing was, I remember watching it at the time and not thinking anything of it. I didn't mind it back when I was a kid. Right? Like, I don't know if it was just, like, because we were kids, but, like, do you think because we hadn't seen that before, people's, like, eyes weren't adjusted? Whereas, like, now when you see CGI, like, the shit we see now, if we go back 20 years, we're going to be like, oh, man, that looks so bad. Well, it's like how things hold up, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the only thing, one of the best things to hold up is Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to that retrospective. It's so practical. Yeah. Yeah. But you you can't tell that. Like, but you go back, even movies two, three years before that. Yeah, like whoa. Yeah, this looks not great. Oh yeah, like Independence Day was made the same year as Batman Forever, and if you look at the two, it's or like Jurassic Park was made, and it's like that's another one that holds up. Oh, it's better than most CGI today. Yeah, it holds up better, I think, than even the CGI in the new ones. Yeah, because it's all practical. Yeah, right, right. There's it's supplemented a bit with CGI. Yeah, but a lot of it is practical, especially the close-up stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that makes a huge difference. 
But anyways, we digress. Let's talk a little bit about this Avengers 4 trailer. Yes. Now, we're anticipating it. Our original plan here actually was we were going to leave a little space at the end and reconvene on Skype tomorrow and talk about it so we got something out. But now let's move to Friday. Hopefully Friday. I don't know. These are rumors. Who knows where this is No, let's just put our stamp on it. <laughs> tomorrow you will see the Avengers 4 trailer or I will mail you one penny. There you go. It costs you 10 bucks and we'll never get there. <laughs> but what do you guys think we're going to see in this trailer? Hardcore nudity. <laughs> I think I think it's... <laughs> Man, it's just too short enough. I think, I think a change up of the, of the status quo. I mean, if, if this movie does have a bit of a time jump from where we left off after the snap, it would be kind of neat to see like Tony Stark somewhere else different. Um, yeah. Captain America somewhere else. Um I don't know. I really don't know what they're going to do. It will be interesting, too, if... Do we see Spider-Man? I mean, because when you go back to Justice League, the big thing was, is are they going to show Superman? Mm-hmm. I think they showed zero Superman. They did really good on that. They, they did held off. I, I think it affected the box I, office. I, I was just going to say, I think it affected the box office. Because if yeah. they showed us Superman in the first place, might have done a little bit better that film, right? It's yeah. got to be a subtle tease. If they're going to... Yeah. I don't think they're going to... Marvel has the, I think, awareness, and I think it has the support... To just go with, we don't need to show Black Panther. We yeah. don't need to show Spider Man. We just leave everyone dead. Right, and we have the Avengers. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But to themselves. me, the best thing they can do, like you're saying, Troy, is not show them together. Mm-hmm. Show them individually dealing with things or in their own little teams. Because there's all these rumors of what things are going to be, right? Right. Space suits or quantum suits and all yeah. this. For this initial tease, you almost have to show each individual dealing with the snap apocalypse. Yeah. In their yeah. own way, mm-hmm. how maybe. Captain America has retreated back. Tony Stark is tinkering. You know, yes. Bruce, you know, they, they have to treat this in a very subtle way. And then maybe at the end, introduce Cap, maybe show the introduction of Fury, or no, I guess Fury's gone, of Captain Marvel Riot. I don't know. But you don't, you want to leave that, that mystery of how they rejoin, how Tony gets back with presumably Nebula. Right. How Captain, like how they deal with it we want to see that in the film a little bit i know we're eventually going to get spoiled on some of this with the trailers Mm -hmm. but this has to be a true tease yeah they don't want to go full bore with this quite yet because do you think like this is this is crazy and this is i'm probably dead wrong but do you think we could go so far gone that some of the avengers are even like questioning themselves in the fact that maybe what thanos did isn't so bad like could we see someone like say hulk's like I have been Hulk for two years, and you know what? We don't really need to fight any bad guys. We don't need to do anything. Like the world's in a better place. Like, could we see one individual from that team that who, different, that pick? far gone? I got oh. one in my head. Ah, who, what do you what do you got? Tony. Yeah. Him Crazy. questioning, right? Because right. he was always looking for that end game. Yeah. He's always looking for how to fix all this. Right. What if this, in his mind, fixes yeah. it? What if it takes Captain America coming back oh. and being like, Tony, yeah. we need to fix this. We need to come yeah. back together. Boom. Like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about right? that. Like, we're always looking for Tony to be the catalyst for all of this. Yeah. But maybe the way he's grieved is to just really analytically break this down Except and it. say, this makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, things are better now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's what I love about Thanos. And we there's a few Twitter conversations. I think Matthew Salvador threw this out there about what makes a good villain. Yes. Yeah. And to me, it is questioning whether or not what the villain is doing or did yeah. is right. And I know it's not right to eliminate half the universe, yeah. but if you look at it from Thanos' perspective, yeah. he thinks he was doing the right thing. And it makes you think of things like this. Will one of them buy into it? Exactly. Because it's plausible that they could. I don't see it being Captain America, right. no. but the more scientific, the more analytical people like Tony or Banner right. may buy into this. 
what if like people of earth make thanos like this hero the savior and they build like statues of him and now like the avengers have to go against like the people of earth maybe because they're so grateful to be alive that they're like oh you know now i got like no more overpopulation or stuff i don't know like you know i'm not saying thanos is right but what if that's the way the movie takes it and then like the survivors just have like the survivor's guilt and they're like oh praise thanos and then the Avengers have to go against, like, they're kind of like the bad guys now. Right. Because they were trying to stop them. Because he might have some kind of following out there. That I'm sure he probably Thanos. would yeah. if that happened in real life. I'm sure absolutely there would right. be some, like, crazy well, nut jobs. Well, the, there's the kind of the DD thing that they did with Superman, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, he, he basically had this following. And you see mm-hmm. the Asgardians even. There's reference to that in the past. That yeah. Yeah. They have some weird following. Like yeah, a cultish Homecoming. following. There's a church, yeah. Right, I yeah. think, right? For the Asgardians. I don't yeah. think they're going to take it that dark. I don't but think so. I would love them to. Like, like they're like, hey, Zach's or can you make this film like that's what he would do and i would be so on board with that he totally would <laughs> but it's exciting because it's an avengers 4 trailer yeah we're definitely yeah. getting the title if they drop a trailer they have to drop the title yes and what's what's your guess on the title final guess before a potential drop here lay it down what do you think Hmm. What were the options again that we had before? There's Annihilation. There's Endgame. There's Endgame, Annihilation. There's you could even do Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet. You could do oh, Avengers yeah. Forever. I'll say Reborn. Avengers Reborn. Yeah, Avengers like that comic run yeah. from like the '90s after yeah, Reborn. Uh, the Heroic Age. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be um, cool. I mean, I don't know if Disassemble would fit. I just like Disassemble as a title. Yeah, like, yeah. It just it just sounds great, but I just don't necessarily think it would fit. At this time in the franchise of the Avengers, is that Lego Two? Disassembled? No, no. That's a, a play friend. on like building. That that, I think. that was a bad joke. Oh. <laughs> oh. I thought you were thinking. Of, <laughs> I thought you were serious. I think it's actually called the Number Two movie. Right? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. So what, what are you saying? Heads. Yeah. Um, I'll go disassembled. I'll just throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> disassembled. Okay. The two that I, I've been banging back and forth. I've been. Really, for Avengers, forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that's okay, right. yeah. okay. Yeah. So it plays on the four in a kind of a dumb way, but it also Infinity and Forever are kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, I kind of like that. And it's the Infinity is a play on maybe the evil end of the Forever is no matter what you right. go back to the Avengers Forever run. It's a twelve issue miniseries that was done. I can't remember who did it, but maybe Kurt Busiek. Can't remember. Anyways, great story. Pulls some elements of like wandering around the timeline and pulling people and all this. So mm-hmm. it kind of connects there as well. The other one is Avengers Annihilation. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a big one. That's a big one. I feel I want it to be Avengers Forever. Yeah. But I feel like it's Avengers Annihilation. Yeah. Annihilation's cool. So do you think we get like some kind of like annihilation wave of some sort? Or I don't know. Something like Annihilus like or something. Yeah. That's the problem with this. It's like they use Age of Ultron, but it didn't yeah. adapt that exact thing. It's just a cool yeah. title. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if the title is meant to be meaningful or not mm-hmm. in this. Annihilation, to me, doesn't have the same meaning that, say, Infinity... Like, Infinity doesn't have a huge meaning, because, but because of what it adapted. Right. But Infinity War, I should say. But um, what does Annihilation mean for this? Not a whole bunch mm-hmm. in the Avengers world. Because Annihilation is associated with the cosmic world. It's not really associated with an Avengers storyline, per se. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'm gonna say Avengers Forever just because, just because. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll I'll do I'll do two. Then I'll either do Infinity Gauntlet. Cause didn't somebody didn't um Glamour? Yeah, I think so. Slip that out. Who knows if that's true? So I'll either go Infinity Gauntlet or Disassembled. Maybe because they are disassembled at this point. Yeah. After a, a grace period that's gone by. Uh, what do you, do you think the A is gonna be a four like Fan Four stick? 
Band four stick. <laughs> four Avengers. And that's what Avengers for all. forever. No, one for all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be wild. I can't. I really hope we get it this week. And yeah. people have been chomping at the bit for this. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm one of them. There's some people going real negative with it. Weird, right? Yeah, giving like negative reviews and thumbs down on YouTube videos yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, I, I don't understand. On, that. on the trailer or Yeah, on, on no, on like other Marvel stuff. Yeah. Like it's yeah, really I weird. Really They're that. just like we want the trailer so we hate everything else. Is that what oh, Wasn't there some kind of it's, controversy with like the Captain Marvel trailer coming first too? Yeah. It's it's But really isn't weird. it come out first? Like Captain Marvel comes out in March. March. Yeah. The internet's a weird place. Man. It is. Yeah. Is it? I've never been. <laughs> You're I, on it every single Thursday. My parents won't take off the uh, parent control lock, yeah. so I'm not allowed to go on the internet. No, or shoot videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lockdown, by the way. I don't shoot those parents. videos. I talk to myself. You mean someone's been shooting me and posting those on YouTube? What's going on? Yeah, the world is a funny place. <laughs> All right, continuing with Avengers Infinity War, the director of the Russo brothers. Yeah. So they direct Avengers 4 here. They're the, the people that have crafted a lot of this universe post-Joss Whedon. You know, I give a lot of credit to what the Russes have done, you know, with Winter Soldier, Civil War, and now Infinity War and Avengers 4. They've, they've held it down. They've done some really great stuff. And they recently just did a Q&A session after hosting, I believe Collider pulled it together, and they hosted right. an Infinity War IMAX screening, and then they did a Q&A after. This is with Joan Anthony Russo. So the first thing that they said at the top here. Now I'm taking all this. I believe it was one of the um, writers from Superhero Hype. This is where I got some of these bullet points from. So the first thing they said is, we are not talking about Avengers 4. We're not talking about the trailer. We're not talking about the title. So no questions could be asked about that. Well, they confirmed there is going to be an Avengers 4 just by saying that. They did. I had no idea. spent six months filming it. (laughs) (laughs) But I pulled a few of the main points. There's pages. It's like two and a half hour or whatever I said there interview or Q&A session people were firing all kinds of questions at them and they seem pretty forthcoming with a lot of things but I pulled some of the interesting ones off here now one is after Avengers 4 Anthony Joe Russo did state that they would like to take a break and Joe Russo kind of jokingly said the only reason that they come back to Marvel if it were to make a secret wars oh movie. baby oh what so they put that out into the universe now he said it jokingly mm-hmm. but just imagine a secret wars now that we have x-men fantastic yeah. four what like oh, what are the, what's the potential man. there oh that's so well, huge yeah i was gonna say that's crazy because wasn't um even some of the fantastic four members yeah were, were i think scrolls, a thing uh, invisible yeah. woman i think no secret wars is that what am I saying? Or sorry, I think it's Secret Invasion. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Secret, Secret Wars, Wars is obviously like the, the original. Like yeah, 80s. Black Suit yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah because it's the uh, Beyonder, right? Yeah, Who's controlling that's right. the whole games. The villains, Doctor Doom, Magneto yeah. versus. I think there's like Galactus Thing. is in it too. I think Galactus is in it. Thing's in it, but Thing doesn't have any powers anymore. Yeah. Spider-Man gets the black suit. Hulk's out there. Captain Marvel, but it's not. It's the proper cat. It's, it's the original the, Captain Marvel. Isn't yeah. It? It, well, it's the 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 what she's in the movie Monica. Oh, Monica Lambeau. Yeah. Yeah. Or Rambo, whatever. Rambo. Yeah. yeah. I think it's her. Lambo. Yeah. That's Rambo. that's the Captain Marvel. That's, oh man, that's huge. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, these, man, well, that, it was that, a joke, oh. it, but he put it out in the universe. Yeah. So you know it's gonna happen oh, <laughs> at yeah. some point in time. <laughs> oh, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. That that's. Whew, I would I would uh, see that. Yeah. One of the interesting facts that kind of came out of this as well is when they're talking about the kind of the filmmaking process and all, um, the scenes, the alternate scenes that we did see on the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and the cutscenes were that's it. There's no wow. other movie. This is really? what they're saying. No this Snyder is, cut. They said no. There's no. No, no there's Russo no four, Brothers cut. There's no four-hour cut. It was interesting listening to them because you can go on and listen to it. And how they approach their writing, that's where they do the chopping. It's not filming everything cool. and then chopping it later. It's being very rigorous and almost. I can't remember the word he used, but their um, the way they craft their story is very harshly cut mm. pre-filming. So everything they film is used and then they pick up quite a few things i think to to connect pieces together once wow. they kind of assemble this whole thing but it's interesting to see their filmmaking process marvel must love these guys yeah. disney yeah. Must, they're saving them a lot of money by not having to shoot things like yeah mm-hmm. put these guys under uh, lucasfilm to do a couple movies oh, yeah. can you imagine sticking to the budget nice yeah. yeah now how about this one there were discussions about including Marvel's Netflix characters. No way. Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, I bet you they said Feige's like, don't bother. They're going to be cut in a couple years anyways. So Yeah, I don't know. These, the reason they said they weren't in it because, and this is a quote from the Superhero Hype article, is that ultimately it would have been too convoluted of a movie to bring them in. It, it would have. Just show one picture. Just show Daredevil would've. like, I don't know, waking up or something. And then the fans would have could have had Daredevil on Team Capside. Like when we saw them. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the street team, right? They were yeah. more of like, the, yeah, you could yeah. have had this Daredevil show up there. <sighs> don't even have to explain it. Just There's potential there right? there, right? What they should have done in hindsight. Yeah. They don't have the, I maybe, I don't know how much control they have over the Netflix series. It just had them all disappear at the end of their Netflix series. Yeah, at the end. Oh, yeah. At yeah. Daredevil end credit is him disappearing, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist, both figuratively and literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Wouldn't that. that be something. <laughs> they were also asked about Spider-Man Homecoming and the misstep that we talked about last week with the eight years later. Yeah, yeah. The direct response was, we didn't make Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired at those directors. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. And the last one here that I just wanted to point out was, uh, it was brought up a question whether it's a Thor Thanos movie. If you go back to a review right. of Infinity War, we discussed this exact aspect. They both have the most running time. Thor's story seems to be a bit more complete than anyone else's. Captain America, not so much. Iron Man, a little bit more. And then we argue, I think, in the end, that it's actually Thanos' movie. For sure. Like, he plays the protagonist in sure. his from his mind, mind frame and from his vision. He is the protagonist of that film. That's and right. the Avengers are kind of the antagonists. And so when asked about that... He said that had Thor put the axe and killed Thanos, so if he had to put it into his head, it would have been a Thor movie. And because Thor didn't, it's Thanos' movie. Cool. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a nice, cool way of yeah. approaching it that the victor gets the movie. Yeah. And it came down to that last scene about Thor just not being smart. You should have went for the head. Should have gone for the head. Yeah. No shots fired at Star Lord, so that's all right. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Actually, sorry, I missed. I missed one here. Oh. The Red Skull cameo. Oh right. Oh. How it came, how it came about. All right. So one of the things that they did say. So on Vormir, when they needed some connecting pieces for introducing the Soul Stone, Joe Russo said that they needed someone who the audience could trust. So who had some background in the universe. And interestingly enough, screenwriters uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, they've been with Captain America the whole time, right? We spoke about this in the past, about how they've written Cap's entire arc. And so because they wrote the first Avenger, they're the ones that champion the Red Skull being included, included oh, there. Brilliant. And brilliant. apparently, what's his name was asked to come back. Oh, Hugo Weaving? Hugo oh, okay. Weaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was asked. Because he's obligated back. too. Uh, he, I guess, has contract. a contract, yeah. but that may have expired already by he's now. He's doing V for Vendetta too. 
Is that a real thing? Seriously? No. Oh. <laughs> if say. you saw the movie, <laughs> I can't remember the end of that. Oh movie, man! But... What they should have done? Okay, so you know you're going there in the Soul Stone, and he removes, or and then they remove their he- hood. Who is there? Jane Foster. Oh my God! Can you imagine the studio or the theater would have erupted? It would have been crazy. What a been booed. Like, She's yeah. back, yeah. man. I've, I've left. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> like, talk about like the most like intense curveball this would have been bigger than sixth sense this would have been bigger than empire strikes back this would have been the biggest thing in history the worst <laughs> i literally would have booed yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. i'm gonna like learn to do like special effects and just like change your deep air blu-ray copy of the film so that it is jane foster instead man of if you put that much work into it i will watch it <laughs> all right who wants to train me on special <laughs> effects you crazy son of a bitch <laughs> gonna quit my job gonna sell all my belongings just so i could do this one scene for tim you better pass up by your wife first I'm <laughs> she's sure cool she, with it yeah i'm sure <laughs> no but it's nice to see the, the directors of infinity war give yeah. a bit of a breakdown about the filmmaking process and some of the little pieces that were put into this that made this film special oh that's great absolutely that's special great, now spinning over to disney plus yeah we've had that confirmed loki series in the mcu here you know, we're getting the Cassandra series of Mandalorian. Another one that was rumored was a Scarlet Witch standalone where it was going back into some sort of story of hers. Now, it was confirmed or recently confirmed that this rumor is now, in fact, something that is official. Now, through Deadline, they reported that there's an extra character being inserted into this. Yeah. Who is, in fact, getting top billing. So it's now called, or the title that is out there been put out there is vision and the scarlet witch which implies that paul bettany will be reprising the Mm -hmm. role of vision probably more in the form of his human character that we did see at the start of infinity war Mm -hmm. and maybe with some big big build up to the you know a reveal of a a vision we still don't know what happened to vision here right we'll probably get white vision back yes i'm guessing without the soul stone in his head or not soul stone the mind stone but what do you guys think of now getting a vision and scarlet witch miniseries of some sort six eight issues episodes and now it's not so much a scarlet witch standalone but it is both of them this is a bit of a play on the comic book they've had in the past right yeah no it's it's gonna be interesting i mean i guess this kind of definitely sets us between um civil war and infinity war i would say i mean depending when we get it i guess it's there's some space to work in there. There's, there's a little bit of space. I mean, like you mentioned, though, we are going to get a lot of Paul Bettany in human form, which yeah. is kind mm-hmm. of a letdown. Because when you think of Vision, you, you don't think of the human no. form whatsoever. But for budget purposes, you you have to have them and scale them back to human. Um, story-wise, I think it would be kind of cool if we just had more um, Scarlet Witch and kind of take it the route of um, FX's show uh, Legion. Yes. You could do oh. something kind of cool and trippy like that with her powers. Because we haven't really seen her train her powers properly like she kind of struggles a bit i guess in uh civil war the fact blowing up stuff yeah but um i don't know i guess i guess we'll see how it goes we'll see how it plays out she she's got to be careful around vision you know she doesn't use protection she might get a computer virus <laughs> back pocket maybe, that one eh? get, maybe he get a computer virus <laughs> if anything sunshine i'm just saying man i'm looking out for her Jeez. you know you gotta get a firewall and you know you gotta be careful. You saw them buzzwords, right? You must saw Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't, but uh, that's the only computer words I know. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, that's it. Don't ask me anything more. Modem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think for me at least, I like the idea of this, but 
the budget's going to be the big thing. Yeah. You may get one or two episodes of Vision in his proper look. Right. The interesting thing, or what I want them to do, is a post-Avengers 4. And I want them to explore a little bit of, like you're saying or alluding to, the idea of Scarlet Witch starting to teeter, starting yeah. to lose control, starting to form maybe different realities, yeah. and use that as a catalyst for a future film where you go back to the Venice era of comics, yes. and she's used as the House of M, right? Yeah. This catalyst for, for altering reality. And doing something a little bit, sh- just show her tweaking out a little. Yeah, bit. computer virus, and then continue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then continue that into the films that she's starting to lose control of her powers as yes. she gets, as she refines them. You know, we've seen her elevate her powers, and Vision's even referred to that, right? That we need to see her now start to lose control a little bit. She's yeah. got a lot of control, kind of as we get into Civil War, as we get into Infinity War. You know, she had a big scene there in the Wakanda battle. Yeah. They need to show her progressing beyond that into something more powerful because Wanda is really, she's used as a scapegoat for a good chunk of the 2000 comics. For sure. Right. She was the cause and what really fixed things. Right. Do you think we'll get a mention of her parents? Like, could we, because now that the Fox rights are back, could we be like, but they, they don't, they're not legally back yet. Not quite, but you could even leave it open. Like, did they're you know ta- your parents? That is adopted. I don't really know them. Like, they're out yeah. there. They, yeah. That would be okay. cool. They, could, they said January 1 is potentially the official close date on that. Okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. Early yeah. January, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, pretty wild. Yeah. So it's, I, I'm kind of looking forward to this show, actually. Okay. If they have to, I want them outside. I don't want to get caught into this this Star Wars framework where they're always going back and filling in yeah. little spaces. Because mm. even from the timeline we spoke about last week, mm-hmm. between... Civil War and Infinity War, there's really only a year there. Yeah, it's very they, limited. They push, isn't it? they push Infinity War back to 2017 from 2018. Right? In that time. Civil War 16, 2016. 16, right? yeah. yeah. So there's really only a year for Cap to grow that beard and that hair out, right? Yeah. So they've only been secret avenging for like a year. That's right. And they had to take time off for Christmas. So it's only really been like 11 yeah, months. Yeah, with visits to Wakanda. <laughs> yeah. Summer vacation. Yeah. <laughs> totally unrelated. And I'm going to ask this question. Surprise, even though... surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I assume the answer is no. But did you guys watch Sunday Night Football this weekend? No, I watched about two minutes and 38 seconds of Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in the game, um, they always introduce the players and they say what university they went to in their college days. So they introduce this one player, and he goes, I can't even remember the name. I think it was like Michael Bennett or something. But he goes like, Michael Bennett, Wakanda Tech. So I thought that was pretty cool. Wakanda Tech. Yeah. Sweet. Uh-huh. So he's a little shout out to WT. Black uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Yeah. <laughs> so last thing we're going to talk about in the Marvel world this week, for this week in Marvel, before we jump into Grab's question, and then we're going to hop back to the MCU and talk this Captain Marvel trailer, is... Netflix, they're at it again, and surprisingly, they canceled Daredevil, <sighs> which seemed to come as a shock to the writers. To Mar, this is what I'm seeing on Twitter to the to, to Marvel themselves. Mm-hmm. They actually canned this series. So I want to ask you guys, you know, with Luke Cage, Iron Fist, presumably Jessica Jones is going to get next. Yeah, and then we got one season of Punisher still to come out right. before that potentially goes away. Do you think there's something more going on at Netflix? We've seen a lot of shows canceled, and particularly Daredevil, one of the most well-received Marvel Netflix, if not the most well-received Marvel Netflix series. And holistically, yeah, there's ups and downs in that Daredevil, but it is fantastic TV. It is the best portrayal we'll ever get of Daredevil. But do you think there's something bigger in play here? Are 
you know, even though Marvel has said they were shocked by it, is there some bigger coup going on where they're trying to drag these characters back? Will we see this rebooted, revived on Disney mm. Plus? What do you guys think are going on at Netflix and with Daredevil as an intellectual property? Um, I think um, well, I think it's all on Netflix. I think Netflix is trying to like get rid of the properties in a sense because Netflix is growing, but I feel like because it's Marvel, maybe Netflix pays them yeah. these properties and it's getting mm. more expensive to the point where like we don't necessarily need these properties they've got what they need to go somewhere yeah. else and split that money in half you know what i mean so because yeah. if it's a shock to marvel if they had i think a season four written and ready to go for daredevil it doesn't really necessarily make sense for them to have well, that's what i heard right? marvel yeah. side so i think it's all netflix trying to like you know close their ties on that and, and move forward and it's a good point i never really know? thought of it that yeah. way mm-hmm. they're just basically cutting their losses exactly this marvel stuff has given them what they wanted they've, yeah. they've kind of soaked everything out of this yeah and they're just saying, all right, we're not paying for this anymore. Yep. Go back to Disney Plus because eventually you're going to want them. Yeah. And we'll just get what we can out of you with Daredevil and Punisher and then see ya. I'm done. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's Disney. I just think, you know, they got their Disney Plus streaming. You know, they may want to just cancel these and uh, start fresh. Uh, you know, I don't I don't foresee these showing up on Disney Plus. You know, I they might not even show up on Netflix anymore. To be honest with you, you I mean, you may I'll, see them on Hulu. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 See, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if Disney's even gonna bother. I think they might just say, you know, cut our losses, and they're gonna say, hey, here's a brand new Daredevil series. But it's it's to me with what they've done with that Daredevil, Daredevil in particular, maybe Punisher, yeah. even Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. they're all really well done. And they're really well casted. Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's more of a loss for them to not pick this up in some capacity. Yeah. I don't think a reboot in any way is going to benefit them. And I, I talked about this last week or the week before that there's got to be a move at some point to bring Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can't last forever on Captain Marvel, on Black Panther. Like These, these actors, these characters are going to have to go the same way that Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, why do I do that? Captain America, <laughs> Thor, and all that. They're going to require this supplementing the universe here at some mm-hmm. point. And those are characters that are now have a raised profile. To me, the best thing they can do is eventually spin these characters into their own films. A Heroes for Hire film, yeah. a proper Daredevil film, adapt something bigger. Bring the Kingpin into it and yeah. bring in Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Expand or really embrace those into the MCU say that content's there but let's say it all happens in 2014 2015 or something right yeah Yeah. so you isolate that as far as the continuity of it all to just being a couple years after the big new york event yeah and then spin this out and revive it in some way in some capacity particularly daredevil like charlie cox could carry a film yes Mm -hmm. see and that's the thing because i think you have to pick and choose who could really carry a film and it's you mentioned it's charlie cox and it's it's uh kingpin those guys right there you could do it um I don't know because we don't know the ratings too of the properties, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like who's to say like uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist we pretty much have an idea Iron Fist didn't have the greatest ratings. <laughs> but uh, Luke Cage, they didn't have the biggest following so it's like it, would it make sense to put them on the big screen? Maybe not. But a Daredevil, obviously. Yeah. A Punisher even. I mean, Punisher in the past has had big theatrical movie yeah. releases. So yeah. it makes sense to put those characters on and the Daredevils and the Punishers and the Kingpin fit in that MC world so yeah. much better than anybody else on there. So... The, the, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, man, for that shoot. It's a yeah. true loss. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is. It it's, is. As much as in the past we've we've been critical of the length of these, yeah. the quality has never faltered too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they hit and miss here and there. 
and I haven't watched Jessica Jones season two. I've never watched any of the Iron Fist stuff. But at the same time, Daredevil, it should have been the last one they canceled. I know, especially coming off of, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the last <laughs> season, like, yeah. come on. That was, yeah. that was, that was great. Yeah. It was good in the last scene. All right, well, oh. I got I got to get on these now. So, like, maybe one day, like, the three of us, we could just binge, just, like, Netflix and chill and watch Punisher. And, uh, like, it's, like, 40 hours. Yeah. Let's just, stuff. like, one day. Let's just, like, get some blankets, maybe, like, some snacks, like, uh, our pajamas. And let's just, like, binge watch, like, the season, season one of Punisher. Well, well speaking off of, uh, of uh, Iron Fist, though, we're, get, we're getting Shang-Chi. Like, we're getting a live yeah. action Shang-Chi film, which is, I think that's awesome. The best Man. part about that, too, yeah. that was one of the collateral, the original films and characters that they use as collateral with Merrill Lynch when they got the $500 million, um, when the, the, the loan from Merrill Lynch, the $500 million to start Marvel studios. Shang-Chi was like one of the collateral no characters. Way. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So the wow. only, my only experience with the character is when I was a kid, I bought an action figure of him and then I brought him home and I played with him like twice and he broke. So I just like have <laughs> no attachment to the character now. Cause so, like this guy just breaks like second time I use him like stupid. Well, I, I was only introduced to him a little while back in the Spider-Man run, and he's really cool because Spider-Man lost his spider sense, and that's all Spider-Man knows. So Spider-Man couldn't fight the way he normally does, but Sang-Chi taught Spider-Man how to fight without his spider sense, making Spider-Man fight better, which is it's kind of like Captain America teaching you know someone how to fight, which yeah. is a really cool aspect. So I've always kind of had a little soft spot for that character. So I'd love to see this guy be brought to the forefront, so like, especially in the MCU. I think yeah. that's great. It's like Karate Kid. Yeah. Wax on, wax off. Did yeah. he have like the fly and he had to like try to take it from his hand? No, I think he had Spider-Man blindfolded when he was doing the oh, okay. lot of teachings. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. It's um Shang-Chi, the only experience I have is AVX. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he played a big part in that along yeah. with Iron Fist. Yeah. All. Yeah, it, it was a pretty cool it was one of the side books that they did. I can't remember. It wasn't the main title, it was no. like the yeah. It was I can't remember who it was. It was even, like the new Avengers part. Yeah, it was yeah. some part of the AVX stuff in 2011 yeah. or 12, whatever yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, 12 there. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen much of them lately. No. But yeah, pretty wild times. Yeah. Pretty wild times in Marvel. And you know what, guys? We're about an hour in at this point. Wow. And I'm going to have to throw an apology out to Grabs. I'm sorry, Grabs. Because we're going to move this question to next week. I yeah. sidetracked us too long. It's all on me. <laughs> all on Sanjay. Yeah, blame Sanjay oh, for this. It, it's like that uh, Akon song. You could put the blame on me. Yeah, right there. <laughs> right on his shoulders. No, I want to give us a little bit of time to talk about Captain Marvel. Yeah. And I don't want to score because of that hour and a half. We try to give ourselves the hour and a half framework here, but we'll definitely get to it next week. It's a good question about death and all that. So Grabs get next week off. You don't think of a question? Grabs is <laughs> very, like, he's very dark lately. Just this talking about death and uh, destruction. I think he's been hilarious lately. Like, oh, Grabs is Gra- killing me. Grabs has been bringing it. Yeah. Killing His GIF game? Or oh. GIF game? Is it GIF or GIF? Oh. GIF. GIF or GIF? 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 I don't know. You GIF? tell us internet. GIF. <laughs> All right, let's. <laughs> Sanjay. Sanjay is on point this tonight. I'm sorry, I didn't take my ADD medicine today, so. Um, well, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> you got me all thrown off here, man. Let's talk Captain Marvel here. First things first, this poster. Yeah. Yeah. Before the trailer, we got a beautiful, very colorful, very vibrant, very cosmic looking poster. This is one of the best ones that we've seen, at least for a teaser poster in quite some time if i do say so do you guys agree with this for a teaser po- well you know what? Uh, i got ruined because you know what happened this poster got released and i saw it but somebody 
uh, edited the photo and made her have this weird smile. And, <laughs> but it was kind of well done to the point where I'm like, what? This is the <laughs> poster. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. And then I saw the poster we all oh. know now. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I can't see it. Like, I, You can't unsee it. it. I can't unsee Do you know what it. It's it like the Joker. Do you yeah. remember that? When so when the first trailer was released and they're like, why does she never smile? Exactly. And then someone photoshopped in all the smiles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although to be fair, people said that about Superman and Man of Steel. So he like, never smiles. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you know who never smiles? Captain Marvel. Do you know who smiles? Superman. No, they tried to paint his lips on. <laughs> Anyways, back to this poster. Yes. I absolutely love I, it. Oh man, it, it's so colorful. Good. It's vibrant. It's got that binary sense to it for yep. Captain Marvel. She looks great. The costume looks great. This one is definitely going to find its way into the nerd room. Nice. I absolutely nice. love this poster. It's our episode art for this week, too. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it looks Use good. two for one. It's definitely an upgrade on the other one. I thought she was too small in the other one when it showed, like, the hanger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's good, but this one is definitely... That was a true upgrade. teaser. Yeah. Like, that was... This is yeah. a bit more of your official poster. Like, yeah. This is the one that's going to show up in a big way in the movie theaters and all that. Because it gives that feel. And, like, when you look at this trailer, just at a high level, guys... And again, I guess spoilers for Captain Marvel. We're going to try to break this down a little bit, talk about some of the elements, maybe pull in some comic book knowledge, and and really try to theorize a bit where we think this film is going, what this trailer is trying to tell us. Yeah. But just at a high level, overall thoughts before we get into some more of the spoiler talk. Sanjay, what did you think of this trailer? I thought it was a really good trailer. Um, I'm more excited for it than I was just based off the first trailer. Just the action looks on point. That end scene really oh. blew me away. Uh, I'm excited to see it looks kind of like a buddy cop movie, if you will. It looks like how, if Green Lantern was done right, how it should have been. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for this. Uh, you know, I'm excited for everything, but this one here, I think it'll be something special. And I can't wait to see it in theaters. And you know, this is whetting my appetite because they'll probably give us like maybe one or two more trailers. So haven't yeah. given a ton away, but uh, what they have told us has been, it's been awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I think it looks okay. The trailer, oh, yeah, the trailer, the trailer for me is only okay. It's um, you know what? I might even like the other one a little bit more. Okay. Than this one, we'll get into it though. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm gonna say right there. Oh, okay. We'll get into it. Actually, though. I'm gonna change my mind. You know, I like the first one better than the second one. I, I agree with Troy. I was just trying to be polite, but. Uh... <laughs> Is that a real? Yeah, I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell. I'm no not idea. good of an actor. Just give me the Oscar right now. No and idea. the award for best yeah, acting I, I really in a podcast. My shoulders are above my ears. I have no idea. <laughs> for me, this one really landed. Yeah. It uh, it gave me that Guardians of the Galaxy vibe. Yeah. A lot of it, especially mm-hmm. the first one to get past the first action scene. But when you get, you guys know what I'm talking about. We'll yeah. get into it. Yeah. But there, it's got that. And then I've got an Iron Man vibe in the background yes, a little bit yes. too. I'm feeling the the Nick Fury stuff. Yeah. I, I, the action looks on point. How colorful it is. And the only thing is Brie Larson worries me just a tiny yeah. bit. Oh. She looks like a badass. Yeah. Worries me just a tiny yeah. bit. But let's get into that, guys. Oh. We're going to put the spoiler yeah, tag Am I on the us. most positive of this trailer? Hey, mine, I'm like... My, no, 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 no. It's very positive. No. But I don't know your answer because I don't know if you're actually serious or not if you like the first trailer. <laughs> we're going to find that out right now because we're going to put the spoiler tag on. Yep. And now we're going to jump into all the details of this trailer. So we're going to kick it off by talking about this somewhat in sequential order as we get it. Okay. The first scene we see here is revisiting the old woman punch we saw from the original trailer. 
I think this is in here intentionally to say to the audience, this isn't an old woman. Well, duh. Like, who thought it was actually an old lady? That People she that don't know who scrolls are. Because like, we, nice, we get a nice overprint of Nick Fury explaining the Kree and the scroll, which is oh, pretty cool, too. Like, clearly something's a, like a skew. But isn't, isn't it kind of weird? Because it's like, I think the first trailer, we obviously see her punch the old lady. But it's like in the middle of the trailer. Yeah. yeah, because the trailer yeah. starts with her lining on Blockbuster, which I yeah. love, yeah. as a matter of fact. That was cool. But was this cool. trailer, they opened it up with her... It's, it's weird to open up a trailer with someone punching an old lady. <laughs> and I, and to me, I was just like, well, we're we're doing that. And then, obviously, Nick Fury's explaining, like, she is a scroll. But it's like, the general audience doesn't really know what a scroll can do. We still haven't seen a transformation. Yeah. Why was there no transformation in this, in this oh, trailer? They're Both saving it. Yeah, good point. Maybe the CGI's not done yet, because... I mean, it's yeah. better to wait than to post like bad CGI and people be like, for three months, oh look at that bad for transformation. Sure. I mean, but maybe yeah. they should have said like the Kree or like the scrolls are shapeshifters. Yeah, maybe they should have mentioned. Because I kind of just take that for granted. Well, yeah. and that that's the thing too, and I think you guys are right on playing on that is that maybe in that that context that Nick Fury gives, he he says to her like, what do you mean yeah. shapeshifters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, and just play off of. Samuel Jackson's like the way he delivers lines yeah, and just give that to the audience that, okay, that's what's happening here. Right. Cause I agree with you. I did take that for granted mm-hmm. that I just assumed, Oh yeah. And then you can hear a growl. So right. you know, something is askew here, but you don't get that full perception to the wider audience. So yeah. you've tried and attempted to introduce the, the grander audience to the concept of the Korean scroll. Right. And it's through a lot of exposition by Nick Fury. It's not showing us or, or anything like that, which is right. the scrolls need to be shown. Yeah. I agree with not revealing them, yeah. but you're right. The expositions should have been expanded a bit to give that understanding as to what was going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you guys feel about them dangling Nick Fury in front of us as a full major supporting character with this de-aging technology? Are you cool? You mentioned buddy oh. cop movie. I'm assuming yeah. you met between Fury and Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, like he looks on point. Like he looks like the Pulp Fiction days, but he's missing the Jerry curls. He's got to bring that. Back. <laughs> but I don't like his characterization. That's one minor gripe, I guess I would say. Like he seems kind of dumb in this. Like naive. He's supposed yeah. to. Yeah, 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 he's younger, right? So he should be. But like maybe. Okay, here's the theory. I think he's a scroll because no. like he is young naive he's he's totally different than the nick fury we get in um captain america but he's supposed to be yeah. in but... captain america he's the jaded nick fury he's seen it all he's mm-hmm. had his and he makes reference which to someone in i think his winter soldier he said the last time i trusted someone i lost an eye that might be yeah. an avengers that's yeah. good that is was captain marvel the last person he trusted oh maybe. I, I, I i get that too um with the de-aging technology i'm right there with you yeah. i think it's crazy and, and this is just showing it off like look what we can do yes yeah bananas this he isn't a cameo so this yeah. is this is like they cast a full supporting character and it's daylight the... shots yes yeah it, it, it blows my mind but for the fact that how he's naive it's like i get it he's younger but when you go back to winter soldier and he's in the elevator and he's talking to cap about like yeah. my granddaddy did this 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 you get a sense that he has trust issues already like going yeah. back mm-hmm. to even then so to see him like this but it's a little. I'm a little divided on where they're going with his character. Well, We're obviously going to see him turn to more of the Samuel Jackson that we all know. But I'm kind of there with you. I kind of feel like his character is a little, little different than what I'm used to. Well, especially with the cat 
Like that part was just that stood part's out. weird. I was like a little weird. I was like, why would but they put that in? That cat is something though from the comic book. For right? sure, it's like an alien cat. Is Chewy, it like from Men in Black? In yeah, like the one cat with, with the uh, yeah. the galaxy in its collar. Oh yeah, Men in Black. Yeah, Men in Black. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I like Nick Fury because if you go back to the original trailer, he's talking about how he was ready to give it all up. Yeah. And then he had a car chase, he met an alien, and then yeah. things changed for him. Yeah. I, I don't want the Nick Fury we saw in Winter Soldier in this. No. He shouldn't be that guy. He needs to... I, I agree with you. Like, There's some characterization in there that's built up before that he has trust issues. Mm-hmm. But we need to see him swing from the you know, the naive S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yeah. You know, he's nothing right now, right? right? To the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a big swing there in 20 years. Yeah. And this character should be different. And I'm glad they're treating him different. He's not the Nick Fury, the ultimate spy, as right. he's referred to, right? right? The spy. He is the spy's assistant, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. true. He has That's a long true. way to go, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, when Brie Larson, I say Brie Larson here because to me she sticks out a little bit, is conversing with Nick Fury in the car, yeah. she feels a little wooden to me. Yes. That That's where my fear is with Brie Larson. There's not enough of her speaking and her interacting. There's a lot of action in this. Yeah. There's a lot of her punching, kicking, all that stuff looks fantastic. Her acting. And I don't know if this is on purpose or not. Is she supposed to be this fish out of water? Doesn't quite understand the nuances of emotions, how Mm -hmm. to deliver certain lines. Is that her acting or is that the character that she's portraying? That's where I'm swinging a little bit. Like she looks like an absolute (sighs) badass. Don't get me wrong. I think she's going to be great, but this trailer doesn't do a great job showing off Carol Danvers. Yeah, you're right. See, I didn't think about it that way because of if she is the fish out of water. But I think, and I don't want to keep comparing these, but I think back to Wonder Woman, and even we see her in BVS, like Gal Gadot, even though she's not a crazy great actress, she brought this gravitas and this swagger to mm-hmm. Wonder Woman that we haven't even seen in comics, but worked live action, you know? With a little bit of a smile when she's getting like beat by Doomsday. I love oh, that. So when you see good. how she cures herself in Wonder Woman. And even when she gets to England and how she's interacting with the people. like yeah. It's great, right? How she cares herself. Brie Larson here. And she's... I think she won for the for the room, didn't she? Also, yeah. Well, she's yeah. nominated. She, she was in that uh, really bad one with uh, Greg Sacito and uh, Tommy Wiseau. Is that the room you're talking about? Not that one. That's the oh, really she's bad in a room. different room. She's okay, in, maybe it's just called. Room. I'm just yeah, kidding. It's yeah. just called room. Yeah. Yeah. but she's 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 a great actress for sure. She's, for she's sure, fantastic. And here I'm kind of like I'm I am gonna say a little worried about. Was this the right person to play Captain Marvel? Okay, interesting. See, well, I it's think just a trailer though. I think it's just it just a trailer. Yeah. I think it's just part of the performance. You know, she's uh, this alien. She says warrior hero or something. Yeah. yeah. So she's gonna play it like a straight like tough guy kind of model where. She, you know, she doesn't really know or she doesn't really care. She's still trying to figure out, like, what the heck's even going on with her life. And I think that's where we have to look at this, yeah. is that she's playing this straight-laced. And again, going back to the original trailer, he says, I know a rogue a rogue warrior when I see one. Yeah. She is a warrior, and she says that specifically in this. I'm a, I am can't remember the exact line, but hero warrior or whatever it was. Yeah, hero yeah. warrior, I think it was. Yeah, so that's where my mind has to go, because I think that's how it's being played. I don't think it's Brie Larson. Right. Because some things feel a bit wooden. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because like, look at um, Scarlett Johansson. Like, she is, like, 
pretty much raised as an assassin her whole life and yeah. she has like some charisma still to her like yeah. glamour like all these characters I'm, I don't know I, I just I gotta see the film yeah the, yeah. the really swagger though it. to me is felt when she's in the Star Force uniform okay this yeah. is what I'm saying that they portray Marvel or Captain Marvel very well in this is the yeah. Carol Danvers yeah. stuff when she's talking that is a bit more difficult and I I, I want to think that's on purpose yeah. because when you look at the next scene that they have here her strutting with the Star Force yeah. Like she looks like a badass. Yeah. This is where I get the Guardians feel. Right. Not only because there's blue and, and green characters, but it's just the music changes a little bit, bit more epic, bit more wide scenes, very cosmic feel to it. This is where I'm like, okay, I'm really into this. I'm yeah. really loving what's going on here. I almost wish that was the bit of the start and then you went to the scroll thing. Right, right. Yeah. Now they do a lot of work here, not only introducing to the concept of the Korean scroll, but Captain Marvel's origins. They strayed away a little bit from that in the first trailer to the point where we even discussed, are they going to go down the same path that the comic books are? Mm -hmm. They seem to allude a lot more to that. She's conversing with a character in here, which I believe is a female character, an older female character. I can't remember the actress's name, but I believe it's a Supreme Intelligence in some form. Supreme Intelligence is a leader of the, the Kree. It's this big head in a jar in the comics, but they seemingly, maybe it's just some sort of projection of of the supreme intelligence but they walk you through a bit of her origin now it seems that they say you know we found you there's some scenes in there about her getting blasted with right. something she's bleeding a bit of the green yeah they show the the green going into her blood right the, the kind of the kree experiment so it seems like they've altered her that upside down thing with her brain scan right and then she's talking about her memories and then we see eventually down later on the trailer that she has memories of earth so there's been an accident somewhere the Korea have picked her up after she's been hit with something, altered her a bit, and created a warrior out of her. Yes. So they're sticking, I think at least, to the origins of Captain Marvel. I'm still a bit shaky, which I should be at this point, yeah. as to the exact timeline of it all. Or if there's something a bit more nefarious there with how the Kree got her and then eventually modified her. Because later on in the trailer, we hear Ben Mendelsohn's character, the mm -hmm. Skrull, talking about, do you know what you really are? Right. So do you think there's something more to Captain Marvel here? There's a, I was interacting with someone on Twitter. I believe his name is Matt today. Not Matthew Salvador, but a different Matt. You I cheated think. on Matt with a different Matt? <laughs> Shut. I think his name was Matt. I apologize if it's not. But he was asking me about what I thought about Reed Larson and if she's going to be good. And then he's talking about a, a theory that was put out there. And he thought that this trailer really pointed towards that, that Captain Marvel was actually a scroll. This theory comes from via Screen Ranch, but really originated with Mr. Sunday Movies. Really? Okay. Yeah. So he's talking about how she is a scroll, and that there's something more. And this trailer alludes to to some activity by the Kree not being totally above board. Did you guys get that feel? Maybe we'll talk about the scroll thing maybe next. But did you get the feeling that the Kree maybe aren't the 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 protagonists in this, or not the good guys, if you will? That there was something going on on both sides, or did you feel that the creation of Captain Marvel was out of saving her life? Damn, my mind's kind of blown right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I. It's, it's hard for me to separate because even reading the comics, like I've never looked at the Kree as good, anyways, because we've yeah. always kind of known how they are. And same with the Skrulls. The Skrulls have always been pretty much looked at as the bad guys. Um. That's really interesting though, because if that is a case if they're switching it upside down here basically and saying that she's not a, a Kree but she's actually a scroll and oh, that's that's like, like half scroll or like full scroll I don't or? know see the my, the issue the only issue I have with the scroll thing is that it totally throws 
the whole character yeah into question and if this is going to be one of your pillars coming out of the back end of avengers 4 you can't really scroll this individual yeah to me there's more about the kree not having the her best interests in mind right this is more of like the ronin krees the selfish krees the yeah. propagating their empire and her being used as a tool to do that mm-hmm. less than it is or more than it is her being a scroll or something more to that. Right. So I think what the scrolls refer Med- Ben Mendelsohn character is, do you know what you are? You're a tool for the Kree. Right. Yeah. That's where I'm yes, getting. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, we can't look at the Kree, like the Green Lantern Corps, like they're, they're good guys. They're yeah. actually yeah. something else using Carol Danvers yeah. for their own good. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I so can they, buy that. They, yeah. They've manipulated her to fight their battle. And she alludes to that later on, right? Yeah. I'm not going to fight your battle. I'm going to win your battle. Yeah. So it, it's, it's going to be an interesting to see how, the Kree are probably initially with Captain Marvel. Yeah. They're going to be portrayed as like Star Force. They, they kind of feel like some sort of police, yes. right? Some sort of Green Lanterns Corps, if we can relate it to right. back to that. They're doing good things. And right. then you're probably going to see that break down with the inclusion of Jude Law's character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that then because you know what? That also adds more weight and um, intrigue to the scrolls. Because yeah. then it's like, well, they're not necessarily just like the one dimensional bad guys. Exactly. They're looking at the Kree a certain way that we should now look at the Kree a certain mm-hmm. way. So, uh, yeah, I really like that. And that, that's yeah. the thing. Like, you go back to Thanos, you go back to Eric Killmonger with the scrolls. They're going to be portrayed as the main antagonist. And yeah. they always have been in the comic books. They're going to be that. But there has to be a little bit of conjecture there with whether or not what the scrolls are trying to do. Maybe they're, and we've seen this in the past, that they're trying to do the same thing. They're just trying to live their lives, but they're fighting with their creed, right? This is back and forth. Yes. It's, there's there's evil on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's not, like you said, the one-dimensional bad guy. Right. And I like that. There needs to be some more complexities to this overall battle. Definitely. And we, we you know, we, we've seen the Kree in the past, and we've seen Ronan go, and maybe we have to see Ronan go over to that extreme side yeah. in this film itself. That's right helmeted captain marvel yes we see her in the star force helmet and we also see her in what turns out to be the one of the, i guess the final the earthbound or the independent captain marvel red and blue we also see the helmet there we see it go on and off yeah looks very star lord-esque yes. yeah. yeah yeah love the look of it what do you yeah. guys think of it uh, i love love that look that that's my thing with that poster i want like a variant poster with the helmet on like, oh that'd be normally good. marvel doesn't do the <clears throat> best no Normally, Entertainment Weekly doesn't do the best <laughs> uh, helmet shots, but I think this poster, if they gave me a variant with her with the helmet, I would definitely get that poster, hands down. I love that helmet. I think it looks good. Big improvement, too, from the first trailer, right? Yeah. yeah. You guys pointed it out last time. The mask around the nose didn't really line oh, up yeah. quite. There's something yeah. funny about it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this time around, this looks a lot better. Yeah, way yeah. cleaner. Oh, yeah. yeah. They always like clean it up and stuff. So I, yeah. I never really worry too much about CGI in a trailer because... You know, it's the first trailer. Like, I think there was, like, one... I think it was Civil War, where Cap, like, jumps through a window and, like, one shard of glass in the yeah. trailer falls. Or, like, well, what kind of... It's just There's, a CGI. The first Avengers trailer, I remember, yeah. there was... They're going down the bridge in the final battle for New York, and cars were exploding, but they hadn't CGI'd in the uh, Chitauri. Oh. So they were just exploding. <laughs> and there's nothing blowing them up. Like, no no bolts, no nothing. Oh, man, that's awesome. It's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, the helmet looks bad. I like the mohawk. Yeah, it's yeah. so that cool. cool. I'm glad cool. they pulled that off. Yes. Because yeah, it could have looked goofy, but yeah. they've made it look pretty badass. Really cool, yeah. 
pretty badass. What do you think of this non-linear storytelling? I think we we talked about this or touched on at least last time we talked about the Captain Marvel trailer was that they're using this amnesia, this this mental stability of Captain Marvel to tell her backstory. So it's an origin story, but it's not in the linear sense that we've seen in the past. This is going to be flashing back and forth. So my my guess is just from what we've seen, there's going to be several scenes maybe when she's down or hit or whatever and we're going to see memories jog. Like they fire through certain things, her playing baseball, her in the mm-hmm. jets, her doing different things, her even alluding to this idea with with um, Sammy or Sam Fury, <laughs> <laughs> with Nick Fury about I think I know how to fly the Quinjet. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a nice little exchange there. But do you do you think that this newish form of origin storytelling is going to work for you, or is going to feel? Are you worried about feeling disjointed a little bit? Uh, I don't know. It, it depends how it's done, I guess. I mean, it's it's because you're already, they're all we're already now experiencing a film that takes place before a whole bunch of other events in the yeah. MCU coming off of um, Infinity War. So then, if we're going back even more so in these flashbacks, I, I could take it if it's like little doses, but I don't want to see like long sequences with these flashbacks. Yeah, you know, um, quick cuts, quick cuts. I I feel like the the trailer two going up with the flashbacks, it's kind of stuff that we've already seen before in yeah. other films and, mm-hmm. and TV shows. And it, and it felt, and I don't mean this in a bad way. Cause I mean, you're a big agents of shields fan, but this felt a little agents of shield with like a $250, <laughs> $250 million uh, budget in a way for me, it just the, the trailer a little bit did, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how it works with the uh, with the flashbacks there. Like you mentioned, just quick sequences. Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. I-, I like the flashbacks. Like some of my favorite origins: Batman Begins, Man of Steel. Utilize them well. So yeah. you know, you can add this to the list of it if they that's the route that they take. Sure, why not? Let's just let's do it. Or like maybe like it'll be like a memento where they start from the end Ooh. and then go all the way back. Yeah, I'd like them to do more of a puzzle. Okay. Like she is putting together along with the audience this puzzle of her whole life. Cool. So that. By the end of the film, she actually realizes what she is, where she came from, but it's through a sequence of events and puzzle building through this whole thing. I don't want it to be like the audience knows a bit more through the flashbacks mm. and we kind of get it. I want us to put this together as the movie progresses. I don't want us to give her, I don't want us to stop halfway through the film. We have all this momentum and then say, oh, we're going to give you a origin story now. Yeah. Like you don't want to bust that momentum. So that's one, one thing that you can do with flashbacks you can under undercut the tone of the film right and say we're gonna put this on pause because you're not gonna get this unless you get this right so if they can do this like she wakes up from a nightmare oh what was that like right. stuff like that really quick cuts right that help you piece together the individual and eventually you get some sort of you know beautiful sculpture at the end i don't know that's true that's, that's true again, that's that's beautiful cool. the way you said that's yeah that's like poetry <laughs> I try, you know, I do. Very try. flowerly language. <laughs> the scrolls. Now yep. we spoke about them at the top here. We get a very brief glimpse of them twice here. Mm-hmm. How you liking the look? Looks like they've tweaked it with CGI. Yeah, it's much better looking. The pictures look good. Yeah, but these look even better, more crisp. Yeah, you know, for the was it the entertainment? Uh, yeah, Entertainment Weekly. Those yeah. photos look to me look just incredible. Yeah. Um, seeing these in motion, I don't know if it's because it's dark because we saw those original shots. It was like daylight. They looked like they're on a beach. Yeah. They looked incredible. Boy band cover. Right? <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now seeing them in uh, like the dark kind of lighting and whatnot, it you know we were talking about this off air. You, you you mentioned Brie Larson being like Super Saiyan Goku. Yeah. Fighting a bunch of piccolos, and when you said that, it reminded <laughs> me of the horrible. Uh, Dragon Ball show movie they tried to make uh, a live action movie yeah. 
and I'm not saying this scroll looks as bad as that piccolo in that movie, <laughs> but it, it it kind of reminds me of it a little bit. Um, it looks like a scroll for yeah. sure, but I was just I don't know I was really attached to the photo that we saw, and I don't know what they did to to change it from that original photo, but it looks a little different for me. It's a quick snapshot. It's very right? fast. Yeah, it's very, very fast. Quick. I think it looks good. Yeah. I'm excited about the scrolls. I'm a huge fan of the scrolls. Ben Mendelsohn playing this character. Yeah. We do get a shot of him in the human form as some the sort of shield agent of, of something. It looks yeah. like they're chasing Nick Fury and Captain Marvel there out in the Quinjet. Ooh. So piecing some of that together. So the shield's going to take another prominent role in this film. Right. It's going to be, the again, the big glue or the connecting tissue to the MCU until we get things like Ronin established and all that right. in this film. So, yeah, it's... I tell you, man. The end of this trailer, though. It's oh, the yeah. best part. This is when yeah. she goes full binary, full yeah. Captain Marvel. We get another great image of a scroll here. We get one quick shot of Ronan, his back, viewing the the battle, which is fantastic. Right. You're right. You see him just his back and you see all the ships flying around. I'm really looking forward to these space battles. Yeah. I'm getting a real Star Wars vibe off them. Oh, Especially yeah. the one right at the end here where she goes goes full on. When she's talking about winning the war, oh man, That's the nice. CGI looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Her skipping through—I don't know if it's Hala or if it's uh, Earth below that she's fighting. Yeah. But just whizzing through and presumably fighting scree sh- or scree, scroll ships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was, and we said this—you know—when we watched this before. This is the best part of the trailer. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Her throwing like those photon blasts yes. or solo flares. That looked really, really cool. I love oh, that. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of um was it War Machine or Iron Man when we oh, saw Oh yeah. It was Iron, Iron Man. Man. We yeah. saw him going through the air. It's, it's, it's like identical to that. Avengers yeah. he does that too. Avengers. Remember he's yeah. going yeah. up into the blue thing? He's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like that. Except yeah. she's taking on like ships. Yeah. You know, yeah. like powerhouse. So um, that really worked for me. Money shot right there. Yeah. For me, that's the that is the best part is of the Is that show. the yeah. end battle? Or middle battle? She's got on her Captain Marvel suit. The red and blue, right? Yeah. So it's so got to be the end. It's got to be close to the end. Yeah. Unless if, they go backwards and it's the beginning, but in fact it's the end because they're going backwards. Non-linear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah start backwards and move forward. Yeah. <laughs> now the last character that we're going to talk about here before we give our, our final rating on this trailer or kind of expand a bit on, on the top there is Jude Law's character. Now it was revealed through a Funko Pop who this character was. The name escapes me though. Yeah, I'm gonna say I can't. I don't know. Boo-la. It's it's not Marvel apparently oh. as we originally thought. It is a an evil Cree or, or an antagonistic Cree. And what's gonna be interesting is how all of this works. You know, we talked about at the top about something funny going on with the Cree. This guy seems to be the person in the background, maybe that's pulling some of the strings. Maybe he's a traitor. Maybe he's working with the Skrulls. He seems to be Captain Marvel's mentor at some point yeah. in the Star Force. I think he's the head of it. But they don't show him much in this. No. And part of me feels like that's on purpose. They're trying to leave some of that for the reveals in the film. Do you guys got any takes on Jude Law's character? Like knowing that he is a character, he's not Marvel, but the reason they didn't show too much of him? Uh, he's probably definitely going to be like the Sinestro route, like yeah. a thousand percent. Oh yeah. Um, he's not Marvel, eh? At least that's what they're saying. I think, that's what the Funko says. Because they could again, do the whole switcheroo, right? Like yeah. what they did in Iron Man Three, where he's like, "I am the Mandarin." Yeah. Like oh, I am yeah. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know; it could happen again. Could. Yeah. It could. 
Maybe you'd be like, I'm Dick Ryder. No. Uh, <laughs> for the Nova Corps. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. <laughs> what? Well, because Richard Ryder. Richard Ryder, right? Dick Ryder. He's, he's Dick uh, Ryder, oh, but his name's Richard Ryder, right? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I just thought you were going like a different route there. No, I was keeping it comics, man. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, whatever you got to tell yourself. Yeah. yeah, whatever you got to yeah. tell yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he could be. I, I really don't because I don't know enough of Captain Marvel's lore, at least enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enemy wise. Because right off the bat, I'm thinking this guy's definitely Captain, or not Captain. Well, yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think he's, he's the original. Admiral. He, he gives Marvel. off a very evil-ish vibe yeah like he's got something else going on he's got on, an eye right? patch and you know he has that evil laugh and he's got that lair with the cat on the ground <laughs> the cat right yeah you have any ideas you don't have any ideas we... well the character that the funko says he is sure i that makes perfect sense yeah um he to me has got to be the one that's manipulating captain marvel yeah my my honest my honest guess is that he's somehow working with the scrolls okay and maybe trying to stoke the fire maybe he's benefiting from the war there's something there super scroll yeah maybe maybe Maybe. i want to see super scroll yeah pretty dope yeah Yeah. (laughs) so to wrap this conversation up and to wrap this episode up overall thoughts on captain marvel we gave her a high level spoiler free what are you guys digging about this what are you worried about are you worried about anything i'm not worried about anything really i mean i think the movie's gonna be fine i just feel like for me, coming off the first trailer, which I didn't mind, I wasn't blown away with, but I felt like, okay, they're going to really go all in with the next trailer because I feel like it's pretty 50-50 on the last trailer. So I felt like they'd really have to step it up to get everybody on board. And I feel like this trailer kind of did more or less the same, but just drawing it out a little bit more. Yeah. It's a longer trailer, obviously. Got to see a little bit more Captain Marvel, but we didn't show her off, Carol Danvers at least, off enough. Yeah, More Samuel Jackson, which is which is cool, which is fine, but it's... um. It's, it's not the big deal to me right now, I guess. No. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, I think it's going to be a big hit. I don't foresee any hangups. I'm pretty sure it's going to be like good reviews and everything. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm excited for it. I learned a little bit more about the character, a little bit more about the story, but not too much where I'm like going in knowing everything. Um, so yeah, uh, the CGI looks fine. Uh, the end battle scene looks crazy. And, uh, you got the next Avenger right here. You yep. know, the next big thing for Marvel. So let's, uh, what was that, March? Yep, March. March. So, so three months when all three of us have children, then we can all all go to... Yeah, I'm probably the most screwed out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Being the latest in the game. Right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You know, for me, this, this trailer did what it needed to do. The first trailer for me was to intrigue you, bring you into it, make you want to learn more about Captain Marvel. I think it accomplished that. This trailer, being the middle trailer, is about introducing you to some of the more complex story elements. The the Scree, the, why? the Skrulls, the Kree, giving you at least some perception as to who Captain Marvel is. And I say mm-hmm. Captain Marvel specifically because I agree with you. This trailer wasn't about telling you any more about Carol Danvers. Right. To me, they're leaving that for the film so you can explore that character as she finds the character and i'm okay with that but my my initial thought was oh brie larson Mm." Mm. but now that i've thought about it a bit more it makes a little bit more sense them showing off some of the big action pieces really well done they're leaving a lot though you we don't see anything about ronan we don't see phil colson in here we get like you said a lot of fury not a whole bunch of shield not a lot about the scrolls right so they're leaving quite a few question marks in here but they've kept me 
engaged with the character, engaged with the film, even maybe upped it a little bit. I'm really excited to see what the next step is for this character. And presumably we may see her in the Avengers 4 trailer. Yes. Probably just in a cameo, in a, hey, I'm Captain Marvel type role. Picks up her pager. Yeah. That's all you need. Anything like that. They've got it. They've got to link these two movies because what they've done here, they've they've built up the character. You know it's Marvel. Here's some some exposition around the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's also gonna be an Avenger. Yes. Like Yo, there has to be that linkage there. What was it that movie that uh in Avengers three where Star Lord saying it was like the greatest movie of all time? Oh, Footloose. Footloose. Yeah. yeah, you know how they should link it is that Captain Marvel should be like, I have this copy of Footloose that I have to return to Blockbuster. Boy, there's going to be a <laughs> ton cool. of late fees, That's right? Cool. And then he's just like, oh my God, I love I'll this take girl. That. Yeah. That's cool. That's <laughs> right? Cool. That would yeah. be cool. Um, is it too early for us to do box office predictions for this film? No, no it's think? our no? show. Let's no, do whatever no. we want, Troy. <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, March? O- opening op- weekend. Opening weekend right now? Uh below 80 70 around 70 wow 70, which is okay. still good but no no you don't have to you, know. you don't have to clarify okay 70 <laughs> i'm gonna go 70 yeah oh man yeah. so that would be like putting it around like captain america winter soldier level thor the dark world just above yeah, yeah they did 65 yeah. uh okay i'll say i was gonna say like 100 mil yeah i think it'll crack the 100 mil there's yeah. probably not a lot of competition in march yeah, we'd have to look so, at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so that's I, the thing is, it depends on the competition. Yeah, right? I, I say hundred mil. Yeah. Most Marvel movies do that nowadays. Yeah, well, the lower end ones like your Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah. they mm-hmm. do around that eighty million dollar. Yeah. But I think this, to me, this as I was when you said that hundred ten was the first yeah. thing that came to my mind. Hundred ten. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, cracking the hundred million mark. Yeah. A lot of it depends on the marketing. They're gonna link right. this heavily to Avengers you Four. Have to. Yeah they're really going to promote the idea that this is the first female-led comic book superhero mm-hmm. film out of Marvel Studios. I was going to correct you there. I was going to jump over the table. I was not. <laughs> I was yeah. going to be like, whoa, did you not remember <laughs> Electra?" Electra, yeah. Oh, True. Yeah, I really qualified that one. <laughs> but I think it has the potential to do really big things, especially in the space that it's in. It's, yeah. These guys are smart, and they put this into a window where – it's gonna need the. It's gonna have the legs. Yeah, yeah. And this is essentially our build into Avengers Four. Yeah, which is pretty wild. Yeah. So overall, I think I can I can speak for the three of us. Say we're excited about this film. Yeah. Really looking forward to, to to seeing it, and it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna be doing our box office fantasy pool for 2019 here in about Ooh. a month and a month and a bit. And as we wind down December here, we're going to be tallying up our final box. I was going to see nice. this linger into January a little bit with yeah. Aquaman. Aquaman's going to make a comeback. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a tight race. It's going to be right down to the wire. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, Captain Marvel, big things coming for, for Marvel Studios. Hopefully next week we'll be back talking about Avengers 4, yeah. maybe Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And we talked before the podcast the end of this year is really booked up for us because we've gotten into the Spider-Verse review, we've got an Aquaman review, we've got our 2018 wrap-up show, and we've also got our 2019 kickoff show. Yeah. So for those of you that are new to us, we usually do a, a wrap-up where we talk about our favorite films, our favorite collectibles, our favorite comic books, and then 2019 is where we do our anticipation. What are we looking forward to? Then we do our box office fantasy. So we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up here, including quite a few two big movie reviews. 
And then hopefully in the new year, we can get back to maybe some of our more monthly shows as well. Probably not because Sanjay's going to have a kid, then Troy's going to have a kid, then I'm going to have a kid. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have a rotating cast. No false promises. In. Yeah. So we, we, again, like I said before, we may be looking for some supplements in here in the nerd room. I heard that Conan O'Brien was interested. Yeah. I heard yeah. he's coming on. He dropped a line, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. We'll see. We'll I see. I heard maybe uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Quick, Troy, give your best Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. Stop it. <laughs> ah, see, Arnold will be here. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> we have three Arnolds. Yes, we're good to go. All right, guys, for you that are listening, hopefully you're still listening, if you would like to be a part of this show, you can always email us at nerdram at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook or YouTube. Like I said last week, we don't really use those platforms too much, but you can always catch us on Twitter. We've got the hashtag Twitter gang out yeah. there running rampant, talking Star Wars, Marvel, and DC you can every single week you could also send us a letter in the mail you could but it probably won't get here i've made three canada post digs this episode at a minimum here whoa tim anti-union over here a little bit we'll see i don't care anymore because i just use amazon (laughs) anyways our handles are at the end of the episode our twitter handles that is and gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure getting and talking a ton of marvel this week next week we're going to hit ourselves with a little bit of star wars an avengers 4 trailer fingers crossed but if not of course we're going to be back talking all things stars marvel and dc and until then i'm going to thank rob wade for emotionally 14 endorsing this thing you can catch everything that he does over emotionally14.com and now i'm going to say until next week gentlemen for the nerd room i'm tim i'm troy and Sanjay. You just never know what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> and thank you for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay, on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from the Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts in the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyrim Podcast, and San Diego Sabers. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.